One Big Thing. Kevin Durant's Instagram page featured a black and white photo of him riding a bike by the bay in San Francisco. Featured a take on the quote by Roman Payne, I wandered everywhere through cities and countries wide, and everywhere I went, the universe was on my side. I wanted to add, and I still haven't found what I'm looking for. I could imagine him wandering through a desert in a black and white video to the YouTube classic from the Joshua Tree, especially after I read the exit stories of Ethan Strauss and Marcus Thompson. Both were brilliant, and both examined why, for all it was in Golden State, it wasn't enough. Why, as great as it was, it could not go on. And I'll say again what I've often said of Durant. He fascinates me. If I could sit down with him and have a conversation, not an interview, but a conversation, I would ask one thing. What do you think would make you happy? What's the missing piece of the puzzle that would be the eureka moment? And maybe he'd just laugh at me because the question implies that he's not happy. And maybe he is. But in OKC, with a couple of other guys in their early 20s who would all go on to be MVPs, he was still seeking. Then there were a couple finals MVPs for a team in the midst of a potential dynasty. But that, too, apparently was hollow. So he chose to go elsewhere. I saw Kendrick Perkins quote that Durant's finally got his own team. So that's it? Too many young alphas in OKC, too many established favorites in Golden State, so Brooklyn's his? That might be news to Kyrie Irving, another guy I'd be curious about what ultimately equals happy. And here's the thing, I'm all for them and everyone being happy. It's just that both those guys left situations where they were in the hopes that where they'd go would be better and quickly they were looking for new spots again. We know that Durant is a thinker, and I love that about the guy. We know he spends too much time worrying about chatter online, and I get that too. It's an odd but human habit that your eyes have of seeking out the negative. And it seems like there's loneliness there. And again, I don't know him at all to say such a thing, but his vulnerability is appealing. He's not broken, he's just a young man still who's finding his way. And just because you're one of the best players on earth doesn't mean you're immune from the human condition. I just sincerely wonder what he is looking for and if it can be found in Brooklyn. I hope it can, because happy trumps everything else. Everything. We welcome Rosillo back in. And I have a specific question, not about this, but about about Russell. If you have any thought on that uh, Durant thing, I'm curious, because I know this is a conversation we've had about looking for happy. Yeah, all the times we've talked about him, and I think he went to Golden State for basketball happiness. You would have thought he found it there, but we knew it was never going to be his team because Steph was there first. That's the way it works in sports. I love this guy's game, and I like that I think I know who he is as a dude, all of it. And I just hope he gets to that point where he can exhale and feel great about how great his career has been. We're on the same page there. Now, this uh, this D-load trade, you get D'Angelo Russell, and there's a lot of people from a basketball standpoint go, I don't know if this fits with what they are, even though what they are is kind of a question mark right now. But what what made sense from a basketball sort of organizational standpoint? There's so many trades over the years and so many signings where people go, wait a minute, why would you want that guy? It is about protecting your assets, even if you don't love your assets. And I always bring this example up, but they actually wanted to keep Dwight Howard in Houston, okay? (laughs) They didn't want to lose him for nothing. And... People are like, that doesn't make any sense. This team shot. And it's like, no, 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 you don't understand it. When you're over the cap and below the tax, you want to figure out a way to have some sort of peace. So for Bob Myers and this great front office of Golden State to go, okay, we know we're losing Durant. They kind of knew the whole time they were losing him. And they go, how can we salvage the asset slot? 
and you grab a 23-year-old who just came off an all-star season. I'd love to see maybe two seasons from Russell. Uh-huh. And I know basketball-wise it doesn't fit, but it doesn't matter because now it's an asset. It's somebody that somebody will want as opposed to a bunch of one- and two-year deals and collections of guys that you can't move around. That is the job as much as anything, and the smart ones figure out a way to do it when it looks like you have no chance of doing it, and that's what Myers did. All right, you have 30 seconds to tease what we were just talking about in the break that we can put in our next podcast. What is it? Go. Do you want to share it? So, yeah, I did the live Manhattan Beach show with Cowherd and Bill Simmons. It was great. People kept asking for you. And then there was a bit of a question of rank the egos one to four. (laughs) And I honestly don't think any of us know who's closer to one or who's closer to four. All right, that's coming in the next SVP or Marcillo podcast. Who's got a bigger ego, me, you, Simmons, or Cowherd? Love it. Love it. (laughs) Thank you so much, man. Absolutely. All right, that's Ryan Marcillo.